When a thought comes, we need to examine it. A lot of us don't examine our thoughts. We just let it just reside in our back burner and it affects us. Yep. But when we examine it, if it comes from God, we receive it, yep. right? If it comes from the devil, the pit of hell, we reject it. Welcome to season two of Discussions with Derek and Susan. Join in the discussion as we talk about God's economy, leading yourself, managing friendships, and many more topics. Now, let's begin the discussion. Welcome back to Discussions with Derek and Susan. We hope you're enjoying our second season. You can share this uh, with someone on social media, subscribe to our YouTube channel and share it with others so that we can get the word out so more people can be blessed. We've been talking about leading ourselves and uh, talking about leading ourselves and how we manage our, our temple, our body, how we deal with our emotions. In this session, we wanna talk about our mindset and uh, that talks about our mind, our, our thinking, so important. The Bible says, as a man or a woman thinks in his heart, so he is, or, or so she is. Uh, so many Christians have the wrong concepts and wrong uh, mindset, ungodly beliefs that that hinder them. Let's talk about and uh, jump into the topic of dealing with our mindset. Yes, I think that uh, someone said that we are only as healthy as our minds. Wow. Um, so I think there's such truth in it. That's why the Bible says, you know, renew your mind so that your life can be transformed. So our mind is the gateway of great influence mm -hmm. that changes our, the course of uh, our lives, right? So um, there's another verse that says, um, a man plans his way, but God directs his path. So where do we plan? We plan it in our mind. So when we talk about mindset, again, is where do we set our mind mm -hmm. in the direction? So uh, as believers, we need to set our minds on the things above yep. and not the things on the, the wall. What, what, does, what do we mean by that? First and foremost, we set our mind on faith. Mm -hmm. We set our mind on faith. We set our mind on what God says, who we are, where we are going. Uh, I think that's very powerful when we lock into God's mind. What is God saying and thinking and agreeing with that? We may not feel very full of faith. We may not be able to understand how can we walk out of our destruction and our past, our shame, our failures to the future God is calling us, but we can definitely make a decision. And, and I believe that's how I walk out of my own uh, past failures to my present uh, victories and and I'm hopeful for the future because I lock in my mind I made an agreement with God despite yep. how I see what I feel or what is available right now I make a decision in my mind I'm going to agree with everything the word of God says about me about yep. my future yep very good and you know we all there's all mindsets that we embrace and I think because of the world um it, it conditions us to a certain way of thinking. You know, um, we have a mindset concerning money. We have a mindset concerning marriage or relationship. We have a mindset concerning friendship. Um, all of these mindsets come in and, you know, um, we talk about it in a lot in, in ministry sessions and dealing with people uh, of what we would say an ungodly belief or a stronghold. And the Bible says that we mm -hmm. should pull down every thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of God we can't control our thoughts, um, but we can pull them down and deal with the thought. Um, just like it, we talked in the last episode, emotions come. We got to deal with the emotion. But when a thought comes, how do we deal with that thought? We need to have the word of God. And so as we pull down that thought, it doesn't become a stronghold or a mindset. 
Um, when it becomes a mindset or a stronghold, it now gets into our subconscious and we're responding um, not even intentionally, but sometimes unintentionally. It just becomes a norm of how we react because of our mindset, because of that stronghold. So we can have a, you know, an orphan mindset. So because of where we had and we learned to be street smart and maybe we grew up with our childhood or whatever and we learned to be a survivor, you know, I will survive. And you got all those <laughs> songs out there about that. Mm. So what do we do? The way we approach things, not trusting people, um, the, the mindset there, the strongholds there that affects us and how we deal with people. We can have a victimization mindset. So what happens? We don't take responsibility of everything. We grew up thinking we're a victim and, you, you know, um, maybe we come from a divorced family. We it was out of our control. We didn't have enough money. We were too young to work. And what's the victim mindset? Everything that happens to us is not our fault. We There's nothing we can do. And so we just become a victim and we expect mm. other people to show us charity and other people to do it for us, other mm. people to excuse us because of our past. And so all these mindsets that come in there that are strongholds uh, in people's life, and we could go on and on. I don't want to focus on the negative, but, but how do we get out of that mindset? You mentioned it earlier, the renewing of the mind, the Bible says, and so we've got to renew our mind by the washing of the word of God. Uh, the Bible, um, David said this, how can a young man cleanse his way? By the washing of the word of God. How do we change our thinking in the way we're relating? We've got to replace the ungodly belief with the godly belief from the word of God. You can't just get rid of something if you're not replacing it because we're going to have a mindset. It's set on something. So I want to jump in and say, what is the motivation for us to renew our mind. The motivation is we want God. We want victory. We yeah. want to uh, have everything God says he has given to us. That must be the motivation. Yeah. If not, uh, we will just re- reside. We'll be comfortable with sleeping with the enemy, yeah. right? So the, the enemies always come to sow seed in our mind. So I, I've uh, some time ago, I was preaching on this topic and I say that when a thought comes, we need to examine it. Mm-hmm. A lot of us don't examine our thoughts. We just let it just reside in our back burner and it affects us. Yeah. But when we examine it, if it comes from God, we receive it, yeah. right? If it comes from the devil, the pit of hell, we reject it. Yeah. So, But when it comes from our own ungodly belief, our own issues, we need to replace it. Yeah. So we always choose God, what God is saying. When the enemy speaks something into our mind, we examine it with the word of God. Does it agree with the word of God? No, we reject it. Yeah. Right? And and so that's how we know it comes from the pit of hell because it goes against the word of God. Yeah. Right? If it comes from our issues, it goes against the word of God. So we need to replace uh, all these thoughts so that our life can steer towards the place of victory and the place of glory and destiny, yeah. right? So that is the motivation. If not, a lot of people would just uh, be casual with their thoughts and their thoughts. How does a thought become a stronghold? It doesn't overnight become a stronghold. You meditate on it. You meditate on it. You agree with it. And mm-hmm. every ungodly belief is covenant with the powers of darkness because anything that goes against the word of God, right? Uh, and if we agree of, with it, we come into covenant. It's just that when we agree with the word of God, we come into covenant with God. When we come into agreement with something that's against the word of God, then who do we come into agreement with? Satan and his armies. Yeah. Yeah. 
So there's a stronghold. Now it becomes a stronghold. Yeah. And so that's why Jeremiah said we got to root up. Yeah, pull down. And pull down, right? Yeah, and, and every thought ex that exalts itself, we need to tear it down. Yeah. Someone said this, if you believe a lie long enough, it becomes a truth. Mm, wow. You know, what lies are you, maybe you're listening, believing that's become a truth and a reality in your life that is not according to what God has said is God's best. And so mm. we've got to replace the lies with the truth. The Bible says you'll know the truth and what? The truth the will, will set, set us set free. free yeah. And so it's beginning to recognize that. And I think, you know, we all have ungodly beliefs that we haven't really uh, process sometimes. I think, you know, even being as a missionary and going around the world, I realized things in my American Christianity or my Western Christianity that weren't really biblical or kingdom, mm -hmm. but it was just, that's how we grew up being taught and what we believed. And so sometimes we're taught the wrong things. Um, and so how do we go and replace, how do we bring about the renewing of the mind? Well, just as we focus on the negative and we begin to meditate on the negative, what did God tell Joshua? They had a slave mindset, but what did he say? Is they're moving in the pro in the promise and meditate? He said, "On my word, day and night, and you'll call your cause your way to be prosperous." What was he saying? As you meditate on what I've said, you meditate on the fact that I've told you you're going to have dominion, you're going to conquer, you're going to you're going to overcome. That this is the land that I've given to you. As you're meditating that over and what what happened? It it, it puts a mindset in you of a winner, of an overcomer. And you're replacing the slave mindset with the mindset of an overcomer. Bible says we're more than conquerors, but how many Christians don't have that mindset? And so we've got to meditate on it. So how do we do that? A few ways. Number one is the word. Get into teaching. If you have a wrong mindset about money, get around people who teach biblical economics with purity. We're going to be starting a series in the church, and I don't know if it'll be out uh, by the time this podcast is out, but you go and we're going to do a series on biblical economics. We're going to have a seminar mm -hmm. because people need to be taught uh, on just some of the things we touched on in this series, you know, right. about that. So get around people. If you have a problem in marriage and you've not come up in the right way, get around and, and get in biblical marriage teaching and mm -hmm. know God's plan and begin to meditate on it, you know, in business yeah. and in any issue. Find godly people that are anointed in that area mm. and begin to do it. And then what? Get those verses, get those scriptures in, and start renewing your mind to right. God's best. That's one way you can do it. What, what else comes to mind? I believe God has released an apostolic anointing for breakthrough. It's the ox anointing, an anointing that's not just for the apostle, but for a people that are downloading the strategies of heaven into their life, into their businesses, into their family, into their ministries. This ox anointing is available for everyone and we desire to see you getting into breakthrough. Consider becoming a Breakthrough Mentorship Partner today so that we can partner together with you, join our faith together with you, and believe God for your breakthrough. Well, I think... Uh I think friendships are so important, right? Associations. Yeah, associations. We're going to talk about that in the next uh, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So part of parcel of it is yeah. surround yourself with people who are healthy thinkers. Yeah. Yeah, people who have the right mindset about wow. things. You know, um, uh, my pastor used to say that uh, how uh, 
how you transform your lives is the books you read and the friends you make. People you associate with. Yeah, so the books that we read, right? Uh, the Bible and mm. the books that is related to those areas that you're struggling with mm -hmm. in your mind. Mm -hmm. And the, the people, mm -hmm. they rally behind you and, yeah. and tell you, hey, this is the way you should go. Uh, I think that those are really important. Birds of a feather flock together. Mm -hmm. You know, you can see all the negative, critical people. They all hang out and sit together, <laughs> you know, right. uh, in school. People have the mentality and they're very health conscious. The job, they, they, they congregate together. Mm -hmm. the, the academics that are, that are focused on their future, they're to get, you know. And so get around people that have that right mindset that can pull you up. Um, someone said this, if you're the smartest person in your room, in the room, get into another room. Mm. And we need to understand that we can't solve our problem on the level of thinking it was created. That's right. So good. you've got to renew your mind and come to another level of thinking. And yeah. then you're going to be able to overcome and deal with the problem. And so it's yeah. important for us to do that. Yeah. I, I think another way and, um, you know, and what we can end off with this, we could keep talking about this and look at different issues. But um, we need to, on the spiritual side, come before God. And we bring people, of course, um, in, in, in ministry sessions where we come and what do we need to do? Take responsibility for believing that ungodly belief. Ask God. God, forgive me for believing this and state it out. Forgive me for believing that you don't want to prosper me and money is evil. You know, forgive me for believing that, you know, men are this way or women are this way or spiritual authority. This is what, whatever it is, come before God and, and, and say it out. And then secondly, forgive uh, uh, those that contributed to it. Maybe it was a family member, a friend uh, that, that had you, you know, or you, someone abused you and you have that abuse. Forgive them for contributing to you believing that ungodly belief. And then thirdly, forgive yourself and say, God, for, you know, I forgive myself for holding this and allowing this bondage in my life. And so forgiveness unlocks the power of strongholds over our lives. And then as we've done that, then ask God, God, instead of believing that money is evil. God, what is it you wanting me to believe? And maybe a scripture comes, you know, and God begins to script that verse that I want you to prosper and be in health, you know, as your soul prospers and begin to state that belief. Or maybe God speaks something personal to you and that you're my son and I want you to prosper. And you can say that, God, I thank you. I'm your son and you want me to prosper. And just begin to meditate on that. How do you meditate? Conf the word meditate means to confess or speak to yourself. It's okay to speak to yourself, I say, as long as you don't talk back. <laughs> and so speak to yourself. Keep Write that down and start meditating on that godly belief over and over and over. And then, of course, stand in, in, in the power of the Holy Spirit. And I break any agreement with demons or demonic powers that have had power over my life because of this unbelief. And it mm -hmm. was a doorway into my life to bring lack, to bring poverty, to bring abuse, whatever. And so that's part of the process. As we continue to do that, what are we doing? We talk about replacing the ungodly belief with a godly belief. That's how our mind gets renewed. And, and it's, it's work sometimes doing mm. that because something will come up and you're like, no, 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 no. We're not believing that way anymore. Mm. We're now believing this. God spoke that to me. And we begin to, to, to confess that. We begin to speak it out. And what happens? Slowly we see our mind being renewed. Now it gets into the subconscious that it now changes our posture. It changes how we look at things. It changes how we act because we've renewed our mind by the washing of the word of God. Yes, the Bible says uh, the word is God. The word 
uh, is made flesh, right? Yeah. In, in the Son of God. In the same way, when we meditate on the Word, the Word is made flesh on yeah. the inside. It manifests itself and becomes real uh, in our lives. So it's important for us to continue to let God's Word frame our the way we think about ourselves and the way we feel about our lives. The Word of God has the power to transform our life, but we need to first receive it in our heart and make a decision we will agree with the Word of God. That's all for this episode today. I'm, uh, so, I'm so thankful that you joined us. I hope that uh, whatever we shared has uh, helped you in one way or another. Uh, tune in to the next episode where we talk about healthy spiritual life. That's right. And check us out on Facebook, Instagram. We're on all the different podcasts. Share this Derek with Susan discussions uh, with somebody. Subscribe to our YouTube channel if you've not done to. Come on, don't just watch it. Hit that subscribe button so we can get up in the algorithms and uh, pray this is going to be a blessing to even more people in the weeks and years to come. God bless you. See the light.